0: Good day, Lauren, how are
1: ya? I'm good, how are you?
0: I'm good, I'm good. Just to set the record straight, Lauren and I know each other. Um, it's Pete again from Thinking Man Business Labs, another episode of the podcast. Um, Lauren and I and her husband Simon have known each other for, I don't know, how long now? I don't
1: know, five years?
0: Yeah, probably five years, something like that. Yeah, yeah. five years and um, I guess it started off when I... Um, photographed the wedding back in the day when I was when I was doing a lot of photography, and um, we got really close. And um, but I've also been motivated by both Lauren and Simon's story and their growth and what they've actually done from a business perspective, and how they've been able to manage a lifestyle of um, you know being away from each other, but also managing businesses. And 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 Lauren, from a female perspective, managing a business on on her own when it's actually quite difficult to do that without the support staff that most most businesses can can afford, if that makes sense, right? So um, what I wanted to do today is to have a chat to Lauren um, so that anyone listening that's trying to do something um, by themselves and trying to follow a dream and do all that sort of thing, that Lauren is one of those, those people that is truly an inspiration to me and would be an inspiration to a lot of people. So Lauren, introduce yourself and um, welcome to Thinking Man Business Labs.
1: Well, thanks for having me Um,
0: and
1: and thanks for your wonderful friendship for the last five years. (laughs) Uh,
0: Thank you, Um, thank you.
1: So yes, I am Lauren from, uh, I run a online uh, fitness business called Fit by Lauren Hannaford, F-H-I-T but pronounced Fit Um, and that's been running for about three years now. It's uh, been a total work in progress from... You know, when the day it started to, to this point, and I've learned so much along the way, and um, have had incredible support uh, from people like yourself, Pete, um, <laughs> uh, and my wonderful husband, Simon, and um, other friends. But ultimately, I've sort of uh, built it from the ground uh, from a passion that I had of wanting to help people have an overall health and active uh, life and lifestyle and be able to do it from the ease and comfort of their home um, and not need any equipment to do it. Uh, I I was touring and travelling a lot uh, with work prior to doing this, so I found myself in a lot of hotel rooms and venues and needed to be able to... Uh, adapt training to wherever I was and be able to, number one, stay uh, disciplined uh, and motivated to train, but also be able to do it with not much space and with no equipment. So, And then I had a number of people who would, you know, I'd put the odd thing up on social media and a number of people writing, uh, asking for for tips on how to do that. And that sort of just naturally progressed into um, creating fit, and uh, I've always been um, very clear about what I've wanted and how I've wanted it to function for the benefit of uh, the member. But of course, like, you know, all businesses and, and all projects that we do, you know, there's a lot of, lot of work that uh, is involved and steps that you have to take to get to that point.
0: Sure. Um,
1: but yeah look in a nut- in a nutshell that's that's me and the business of online um fitness or lifestyle program.
0: Awesome, awesome thank you for that and and i I just want to delve a little bit into your into your background and and what you've done and what you what, what got you to that stage. So if you want to talk about where you've come from and and how it, how it gives you the authority to 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 because there's a lot of people doing a lot of online stuff right now. And I want to talk about your background, what, what, what you've done and what's, what led you to actually becoming um, an online fitness instructor because it's sort of become a cool thing to do during COVID, if that makes sense. But yeah. you were doing it long, 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 long before COVID and we've been working with it long, long, long before COVID. Yeah. So, you know, um, it's, it's one of those things that it's not as if you've just jumped on the bandwagon. You've been doing this for a very, very long time. And your program is very, very refined and much, um, you know, sort of articulated to the user, with the user in mind, with mobiles in mind and tablets in mind and, and, and the whole... Um, even the corporate structure, how, you know, how people can work from home and work out from home and doing all that sort of stuff. So can you talk to us a bit about your background, how you, how you got there? I know you've done gymnastics and you obviously did, did the whole Wiggles thing. So just give us a bit of a background of that and, and how you got into this.
1: Yeah, well, um, so I grew up as a uh, an elite gymnast. So I started gymnastics from the age of five. And I was training, you know, 32 hours a week, uh, I think probably from the age of seven. So uh, I've been very involved in sport and training um, myself. So it's something that I completely sort of understand and have experience and know that um, routine and discipline is uh, what uh, gets you going Yep. and uh, motivation is something. So a lot of people talk about, I don't have the motivation to, to train or exercise, but it's actually about that routine and discipline that that gets you started. So uh, yes, yeah, so I grew up as an elite gymnast, uh, trained many hours. Um, yeah. So I, I fully understand how the body can respond uh, in a positive way to uh, physical activity and that you also don't need uh, any equipment to, to be physically active and mobile, uh, in your day for things in your day to day life. Like as a gymnast, we're always throwing our own body weight around. So that's, that was sort of the motivation for, for me and the style that I've uh, created my business from that experience and knowing that it does work and, uh, that routine and repetition is really important. Sure. And then um, I did my uh, personal training certificate. So, uh, sorry, backtrack. I when I stopped competing gymnastics, I started coaching. So I then was um, in the gym doing that and coaching uh, the other coaches as well as my my own squad. Uh, and everybody just loved the, the style of training that that I was doing. So I thought, okay, there's something in this. So I went and did my personal training certificate. Uh, to be properly qualified uh, to be taking those classes and those sessions. And then my life went a little bit (laughs) of an offshoot uh, and I was asked to join uh, the Wiggles to to live tour uh, for a a few years because uh, the the shows were very gymnastics-based and circus-based at the time. So I said, sure, why not? (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll do that. Uh, Which then... uh, also really helped in um, the understanding of being able to adapt training to different environments and different circumstances that you find yourself in. So like I was saying, you know, I'd have a small amount of space, you know, backstage at a theatre or a hotel room. So all of that learning and that experience of growing up as a gymnast, I then was adapting into a different style um, of sure. training with those, with those same principles um and then i was always wanting to uh continue in health and fitness so i then um came off the road from touring and uh adapted uh, everything that i'd learnt growing up as a gymnast and then being someone who had uh was short on time and space and different uh environment all like every day to be able to create something that I know uh, other people could benefit from and um, adapt into their own uh, life. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah, it's kind of where it where how it's evolved to to where it is, and and uh, where that understanding and that discipline and that um, training has has come from from my experience.
0: And I think that's one thing for all the listeners to actually. Um, Taking into account, it's not about being an elite gymnast, it's not about being all that sort of stuff that you've done, which is fantastic that you've done that because it's coming from a place of authority, but what you've actually learnt is you've learnt the hard way by you know, being on the road with the Wiggles, by being on the road with the things that you, that you do and you've developed a program for, for everybody, not just for elite gymnasts. Am I, am I correct in saying that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's not, it's not about being an elite athlete or Learning how to do gymnastics and flip yeah. around—it's about—it's uh, about understanding consistency and and yeah. sticking with that consistency. Um, and that that is something that my uh, gymnastics training uh, taught me and helped me understand was beneficial because you are training multiple hours a week, you are training every single day, you're uh, working on the same skill from the age that you are five to to. To now I'm still doing handstands and trying to make sure that I'm doing it really well. And so yeah. it's just, it's about, it's not about flipping and about being an elite gymnast. It's about understanding consistency and routine repetition. Uh, and that, that creates a long-term um, benefit for your, uh, having a healthy lifestyle and an active lifestyle. Yeah,
0: that's really, that's, that, that's amazing. And just like we've, we've, we've talked about in the past, you guys as, as friends have been there for me through my, own battles with mental health and things like that but how do you how do you feel like fitness fits into mental health and actually getting up and and, and doing things and 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 how do you how do you do that because just because people think you're a fitness instructor they think you're oblivious to the fact that you're always motivated because Mm. you probably you probably wouldn't be right
1: yeah absolutely and and that's i mean everybody's different and they and they deal with things differently um But I do always try and help people understand that it's not about just kind of getting up and going. Oh, hey, I'm motivated. It's about yeah. drawing on different things um, that help get you going. So it's yeah. again, it's understanding that that discipline. You know, practicing that self discipline to to just get started because you do always end up feeling. Uh, a bit more vibrant and a bit more um, 100%. Uh, awake or, you know, whatever, however you w- want to look at it. But you you get that feeling once you be active and, and you don't need to find motivation to get you to do it. Yes. It's discipline um, that gets you started. And then more often than not, that feeling of like, oh, I feel more awake and I feel active and this feels great, that's that motivation. So motivation yeah, sure. is going to show up if, if you do, and then, as soon as that feeling, you then want to keep going, and you you want to finish the training session, or you want to you do whatever it is that you that you're doing at the time. So, yeah. it's not I'm not just always have a magic switch where I'm just motivated all the time. It you know, there's many days where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm like so can't be bothered. Where are the Tim Tams? I just want to sit and do nothing, which is yeah. fine to do also. Yeah. Uh, but it, you've got to find the right balance between. Uh, understanding what is um, good for you uh, physically and mentally and that's getting up and drawing on that discipline to, to get you started
0: and what do you think if, if you could give the most simplest tip to somebody about like, you know you're stuck in bed and you don't feel like doing anything and you're lying down you're like shit it's going to be a bad day right and mm-hmm. like what's what what what's the simplest thing? Is it opening the blinds? Is it getting some sun? Is it just getting up and having a coffee? Like what, what, what gets you sort of going when you're having one of those, one of those bad days?
1: I think it is, um, I mean, you can make it a very simple, um, physical act of just, just get up and go to the bathroom or, Get a glass of water. Physically do something. Get yeah. out of that room. It doesn't have to be. I need to get up and I've got to do this today. I've got to do that and I've got to go and exercise. Person, like simplify it and just start with get up, walk to the kitchen, and have some water. That's all yeah. you need to do. You just got to get on your feet. But yeah. on a on a emotional or a, or a mental um, sense, I always try and have people understand what their why is. So yeah. whether it be about uh, getting up and training or getting up to to do some work that they've got to do or whatever it might be, understand uh, the emotional connection to why you know it's good for you to do that, yeah. Yeah, and, cool. and and draw on that and think about that. And it's usually quite a few layers deep. Like yeah. for a lot of my members, you know, they say I, I really want to lose weight and. Yeah. I say, well, why do you want to lose weight? Understand why you want to lose weight, you know, because uh, I want to be more physically active. Okay, well, why do you want to be more physically active? And you can get down deep in the layers and then it becomes about the emotional connection of, you know, wanting to be able to, I I want to run around the the park with, with my kids or, you know, my parents weren't very physically active when I was little. I don't want to repeat the same thing for my children. So it's getting starting from you know the, the surface of uh, I want to lose weight, but the actual reason is a few layers deep to understand that emotional connection to why you want to.
0: Yeah, so, that's awesome. That's, that's yeah, it's so a
1: similar thing you know. It, it, if you're stuck in bed and you, and you can't get up, try and draw on one of those whys to uh, understand an emotional connection of, of drive to want to achieve something or do something.
0: Awesome. And I know it's been going on for a couple of years, Fit, and um, it's, it's, it's grown obviously exponentially over time. But, you know, you're obviously a motivation for not only people in fitness but women in, women in business. Mm. Um, what sort of recommendation do you have for, for women who, who, who want to do their own thing? Because you, you're not working from an office. You work, for, you work from home and, and mm. sometimes that can, be, that can be quite lonely because, you know, Simon's obviously on the road. For long periods of time and and this it's tough to keep motivated and do all that sort of stuff so what sort of tips do you have for anyone anyone listening that's that's a male or a female i guess it doesn't really matter um mm. that 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 tries to um that loses that motivation sometimes and and we all we all do uh, i've done the same thing myself um but how do we how do we keep that consistency going and 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 I know it's about being around positive people, but when you're stuck by yourself and and you're doing your own thing it's it's a really difficult thing. So what sort of tips do you have um, for people that are doing that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, I think uh, it's kind of it's about trusting in what your um, what the passion is for what you're wanting to do if, mm-hmm. if it is you know creating your own business and uh, you've got to You've got to understand uh, what the passion is, what the drive is for wanting to create that business first and foremost. And again, which I guess is part of the why. And um, reflecting back on that, whenever you're having those moments of, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't know, I don't know how to do this. You know, like it, draw on that passion to keep you going. But also, don't be shy to ask questions. You don't like, you don't have to know all the answers when you are creating your own business and
0: awesome. yeah.
1: so ask, ask questions, you know, it's, it's okay to ask questions. It's not, it's not a sign of weakness in saying, Oh, I'm, I'm not really sure about that. You know, what do you think? It's, yeah. it's okay to ask questions because you could go around in circles and around in circles. And then, or you could just, you know, build up the courage, ask the question and get to, uh, what you're trying to get to far quicker.
0: But how and, true is it? You, you can, you could sit in front of a computer for six hours and try and search around and find something or you could make a phone call to somebody that, you know. And this is one thing that I always try to explain to my listeners is is you've, everyone's got a network, right? Yeah. Whether, we, whether we admit it or not, we've got a network. And one of the things that a lot of people fail to do is they think that people that are friends, they don't want to annoy them, right? Because they, they're yeah. friends, right? But at the end of the day, friends help friends, right? And it's just, it's just what it is i would rather hear a phone call from you saying pete i need help with this rather than you sitting there for six hours on the internet trying to work yeah. trying to work things out when you know that i could i could have the answer straight yeah. away or somebody else in a different strategic role whatever whatever that might be and i think that a lot of people will get there stuck because they're too proud to ask for help so yeah. it's one of those things don't be too proud for to, to ask for help what do you what do you what do you think about that
1: yeah i totally agree and i think um I think it's an important thing to see it as empowering the other person. So Mm -hmm. rather than thinking, oh, I can't ask that question, I should know the answer and, you know, circling around in your mind, think about it differently and think, you know what, I'm going to call Pete and ask him this question because I know he'll know the answer and he'll actually feel really good about being able to Mm -hmm. give you that answer and we can talk about it as friends and be able to, to get there faster. It benefits you, it makes you feel good, I'm empowering yes. you, but also it's helping me get to the result that I need to get to faster. So kind of changing the thinking of going, oh, I don't want to bother friends and oh, I don't want to ask this. Or think, yeah. think of it as, you know, I'm, I'm going to empower this person. I'm going to allow yeah. this person to, to feel really good and, yeah. and ask them that question because it will make them feel good. So mm-hmm. kind of think about it in, in that sort of way, maybe yeah helpful.
0: <laughs> and and how do you how do you how do you sort of keep going when you when you do lose that sort of motivation when you are when you are alone do you rely on friends a lot do you rely on your close sort of network to sort of keep you going how does it how does it how does it work for you
1: yeah it, it is it's about relying on uh the people that are close around you and yeah. you know whether it's not like whether it's talking about business or not talking about business you know yeah. just Speak to people, create engagement with other people, because you never know where a conversation is going to go uh, or what it's going to be about, which might then uh, ignite that that motivation and that drive in you again. It could be completely unrelated, but you might just yeah. feel really good after you know talking about dogs in the park. I don't know, but yeah. you, it just puts you lifts you. So then you go, okay, I feel really good from that, and you can get stuck back into what you've got to do. Perfect. But, Drawing on that network and that um, and friends and family.
0: Perfect. Sounds sounds good. So tell us a little bit more of a little little bit before we finish up. Tell us a little bit bit more about Fit and how it's been going. Obviously during during COVID and you've seen a lot of obviously different people doing things on Facebook and without without some of the safety regulations and stuff like that because you you do a lot of that sort of mm-hmm. stuff with your clients and all that sort of stuff. So give us a bit of feedback about. All the stuff that's sort of going on in the fitness industry, and I'm, I'm not saying bag anyone out because it's not about that. Because everybody's trying to help everybody during COVID, and I think mm. that that's a, a legitimate, a legitimate thing. But your program's been around for a lot longer, a lot longer than that, and it's you know you've been ahead of the game, and I think it's just going to be better for you as soon as this is over because you've you've been you've been through this for such a long long mm-hmm. period of time. But just give me, give me, give me an idea of what you think of some, just for people to be careful of some of the stuff that's going around and and what you're what you're actually doing.
1: Yeah, look, I think, I mean, everybody has their place in what in yeah. what they're doing. Um, yeah. I think uh, one thing to look out for is what is the the motivation behind the person who is giving out the information. Is it about sure. them? Uh, just wanting to, to build up a business or build up a following or yeah. um, whatever it is. So sort of keep an eye out for what you, f- you feel their intention is and, and is the intention completely for, for, for you. Uh, like for, for me, my uh, main focus uh, is uh, the user experience, you know. So the members, they need to know that uh, I am doing this for them. This is about them mm-hmm. and uh, how they move through the programs and through the website and all of that is c- with completely uh, 100% with them in mind and sure. same with the the workouts. The, the whole way through the workouts, I'm talking through the technique and to make sure that they're doing it safely but also to make sure that they're not pushing themselves too hard and um they're just doing the best that they can and and that's fine you know you don't want to completely wear yourself out yeah sure. uh, so i think yeah i think i think it's just a, getting an understanding uh in in what the person's intention is of where you're getting your information from yeah. and um you know what their what their background and uh, experience or credentials are.
0: And yeah. and what about you? For are you offering anything during COVID nineteen, or are you just is it is it uh, just a normal normal program? What's sort of happening with, with no? Your I've got
1: so at the moment I'm I'm doing an offering of twenty percent off the first uh, month. Yeah. So you can sign up, and uh, maybe we can put I'll add in the little code or something in the yeah.
0: Sure, the I'll put in the comments. Yeah, yeah. no problem.
1: Um, So people can have 20% off uh, the first month to go in there and and experience it and have a look around. Um, And there's no uh, lock-in fees or anything like that. Uh, People can go on, have a look, see how they go and then continue and we can continue working out and having a good time together. Awesome. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
0: awesome. Awesome. So if you wanted to break down everything in a nutshell, obviously the last couple of months has been tough, but obviously you've been doing this for many 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 years what sort of what what would be a number bit of advice for everybody that's going through what they're going through at the moment and you know there's obviously people drinking 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 more alcohol than normal and probably not as fit as normal and they're going I mean there's a lot of people going for walks and all that sort of stuff but you know you've got your home workouts and and stuff like that so it's one of those things What, what, what would you recommend for them just to and, and especially about, especially maybe maybe something around diet and things like that as well.
1: Yeah. Look, I think uh, overall it's about um, being self-aware. Yeah. I think it, it is a very difficult time, and there's external factors involved in um, what then creates certain behaviours and um, a, a reason to feel like something's changed. You know, this has happened, so I'm now doing this, uh, and and uh, I think you need to be self-aware and and understand uh, what's happening. So people might be drinking more, but they may not actually really notice that they are, or they might just say, oh no, it's just because of COVID that I am. But you need to understand it and be um, self-aware so that those sort of things don't continue once we get out of this, because we will get out of it. And uh, I think it's really important that people continue to communicate with other people. Like like this, be on Zoom. Jump yeah, right. on a call, uh, FaceTime, whatever it is, and talk to communicate someone. with people. Yeah. Talk, you know, and talk about the fact that, you know, oh gosh, I'm, i feel like I'm drinking a little bit more. Yeah. You know, that that's right. Talking about it is going to help people become self aware. The same with food, same with diet. You yeah. know, you kind of bought at home, so you go to the fridge and go to the fridge. It's just about being conscious of what you're doing and yes. and self aware. And awesome. uh, making the, the positive choices for yourself that that you know are you, you've got yeah. that subconscious you know if something is if you're doing something that you feel like you probably shouldn't be doing beautiful that subconscious and and be aware of it and then make the choices based on that
0: awesome awesome and and what's the what's the website lauren that we can we can we can get you one if we ever need to
1: www.laurenhannaford.com.au.
0: okay cool i'm going to have it in all the comments guys and have all the links. For you guys, I know Simon's there. Simon, you're a lucky man. You're a lucky, lucky man. And um, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) he
1: agrees. In case nobody had. yeah,
0: he agrees. He agrees, and um, I'm glad to have both you guys as friends. And it's been great having a conversation here in front of the world at the same time.
1: Mm. So
0: um, um, yeah, I'm I'm just grateful. Thank you very much for your feedback, Simon. Do you want to jump on? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I'm bringing him over.
1: He's
0: bringing him over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here he is. Good on your buddy. Good to see you. I, uh, by the way, guys, I, like I said, I've known these guys for a long time, but they're probably the best couple that I know, and it's just amazing how they make it work. So um, maybe we'll have them on a podcast about how to keep a, a marriage together. Maybe maybe we'll do that together one day. But um, Simon, <laughs> <fine, laughs> it's great to see you. And um, have you got anything to say about Lauren and her business, about how she gets it together?
1: Well, I'm, I'm, I've been amazed, you know, these last three years that Lauren's been doing this and started this process, I've been amazed at how far she's come. And I overheard
0: bits of what uh, you were both saying then, but it is because she has the her members at the foremost of it all, that it's all yeah. about her members. It's not about her, it's about trying to make
1: people's life a little bit different, uh, better and a little bit different helping them understand how they can do that through what she offers. Awesome. But, you know, on a business level from... Really starting out from scratch. Yes. Now and the website she has now and the knowledge and understanding. It's a pretty incredible achievement. So I'm very very it surprised.
0: is. It is. And you should be. Oh, they're gonna kiss. They're gonna kiss on camera. No, they're not. No, they're not. All right, guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Simon, Lauren, you guys have a great afternoon and I'll talk to you very soon. Okay? Yeah, good. okay. Good. Love good. you guys. Love Bye. you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Take Bye. care. Bye.